This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, a lot of you have heard me say in the past that social media, the Internet, is the town hall of everything you do to market your books. And those of you who are still resistant, digging in your heels, put it aside, get over it, because this is what this program today is all about. We're going to focus on engagement, the magic word, and you hear it dropped every which way. With me is one of the pioneers in social media and specifically all about engagement. So here's where we're going to be going uh, besides how to make you a rock star with what we're doing it. But we're going to be focusing on using social media to sell you, the author, and your books. Sound like a plan? With us is Eliza Sherman. She's an author. So she's walked in your past before. She's a speaker. And she's really a web pioneer. Her early work on the Internet in the really early, early days of what we called Silicon Alley, and I used to live there in Palo Alto, <laughs> helped pave the way for today's new media industry. I mean, it all, all the evolution is going on in that arena. In the mid-90s, she started the first woman-owned full-service Internet company before any of us knew what Internet meant, called Cyber Girl Inc., and the first global internet and networking organization for women, which is called Web Girls. And by the way, that's G-R-R-L-S, International. That very year, uh, little, little uh, publications like Newsweek identified her as the top people who matter most in the internet. And most recently, Fast Company has featured her as the most powerful, one of the most powerful women in technology today. So with that, let's just jump into what we're doing. Aliza is the co-author of Social Media Engagement, and we'll be talking about that. And, and if you don't have the book, I'm going to recommend that you get yourself over to, to uh, I should say, Social Media Engagement for Dummies, for Dummies. Um, you get yourself a copy. Uh, and and just really have it. She's got some other books, uh, for example, the Everything Blogging Book, if you're still stuck on that, uh, Streetwise E-Commerce, and the Complete Idiot's Guide to Crowdsourcing. So we're talking social media engagement for dummies. We include us all in there. Elisa, welcome to Author You oh, Guys for Publishing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, the Four Dummies piece was a very key thing about that book. It is one of the Dummies series. And it is social media engagement, which is a portion of social media marketing. Right. And it's, it's, it, I think that's really an important thing that we do get into on the engagement side because I, it's certainly, I mean, I'm someone who can post like crazy. One of the hard things is how can you manage that engagement? And, and so you don't go crazy 
Um, it's, it's probably one of the reasons why one of the big platforms I don't even go into because I look at it as a giant suck. And I, I just don't have the time to play with it with everything else I personally do. But, but engagement is where we're going. So, you know, I need to ask you, how did you become one of the top geek girls out there? <laughs> well, I think it, I have to blame science fiction. Ever since ah. I was a child, I have loved science fiction, starting with Ray Bradbury. And mm-hmm. I believe that somehow it rewired my brain. So when the Internet first started surfacing for the public, and really the web, so I'm talking late 80s, mm-hmm. I just took to it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. And then when the concept of cyberspace was introduced uh, by William Gibson in his book Neuromancer, it just, it resonated with me. And getting online, I felt like I was in cyberspace and loved it. So it became a way for me as a writer to just get my words out there. And little did I know there were just people around the world connecting as well. I, I, I discovered that later. Oh, oh, you know, I have to tell you um, one of my favorite Ray Bradbury stories. What I used to, when I lived in Silicon Alley out there, I used to, um, uh, I, I was president of the Foothill De Anza Colleges Foundation, which you know the colleges. And um, one of the perks I got as president is I used to get to have dinner with the celebs when they came in in their author lecture series and Ray Bradbury was in. And so, you know, we had a really fun dinner and I, I, I loved, I, I just loved the moxie and the wisdom of this guy. And one of the things that he said to me that has stuck with me for God decades now is that his idea with education was simply this, lock everybody in the library, all children in the library until they're 18 years of age, and then let them out. They will be educated. That was his philosophy. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Well, when you think about it today, I would even my daughter, who is so savvy, she's eight years old, she's so savvy on electronics, we still will go to the library, and she is in awe, and she absolutely loves it. And I, and I think the appreciation for books, it's still valid today. Uh, no matter what anybody says, and I'm a huge ebook lover, but there's something to be said about a library full of books. Well, I, you know, I, and I'm not an e lover because I'm on a computer 12 hours a day, so I, I don't want. I, I like the touch of paper and the smell of paper, and I just love the whole book thing. So I'm a library girl, um, and and support them. Uh, well, let, let's just jump into this. So, how if you were um, I would be, be, I guess, wanting to know, how do you build this author platform through social media, at least today? Well, I'm pretty sure your, your listeners already know what a, an, an author platform is. But just in case you have some uh, new and aspiring authors out there, the idea of a platform is really what the publisher wants to see from an author that proves that they're capable of marketing their book. So people think these days the platform means your Twitter following and your Facebook following, but really it's so much more than that. And in terms of social media, it could be your following. But to build that platform, to build not just your list, your following 
and also the outlets where you can reach people and where people will pay attention to you. Uh, all of that has to go hand in hand. So it's social media and it's a lot of other things. So I, I really always want to emphasize that it's not just social media that is an author platform. It can be something that really attracts a publisher. Wow, look, they've got 50,000 followers or 150,000 followers. That, to them, seems meaningful. But your platform really consists of your email list, your regular mailing list, your media list, and your social network following. So how do you build that? Well, that's that's the hardest part, really, because a lot of social media is a very slow build for it to be a meaningful following. And you can pay to advertise. We'll talk a little bit more in a little in a bit about, you know, how much is that going to cost you? But ultimately it's it, it, ultimately it's this combination of putting out great messaging, understanding who your audience is and properly targeting them, marketing your social media and all the other places that you're marketing. You can't have social media presence in a vacuum. You definitely need to drive people to it and let people know that you're there. And it's managing it. You, you, you were already talking about, well, what about all of this time that it takes to manage the engagement? Well, yes, it does take time. And frankly, if you can afford it, I would say have somebody assist you. And if you can't afford to pay someone to assist you, then use the tools that are out there that help you manage those conversations really well. Uh, so I could go into some tools if you'd like. Sure, but. I'd love some tools. I think tools are always good to know about, especially because, you know, new tools do come along. They do, they do. I, I'm the kind of person that likes to use the tried and the true, first and foremost. When I recommend any application, it is usually something that I've used myself, and that I've used for a while, and something that's been around for more than a few months. I love trying out all the new, new tools as well, but it has to have some longevity for it to really save you time and money and to be reliable so you're not suddenly left in the lurch if the company goes out of business. So my two go-to tools are Hootsuite and Buffer. So that would be Hoot. Suite.com and BufferApp.com. Okay, so truth, I've yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I say I aggressively use Hootsuite. So, what's the difference between the two? Ah, okay. I was wondering because you are very, very, very good about keeping constant and consistent messaging out there. Your frequency is high, which I think mm -hmm. for you works really well, and mm -hmm. it's very consistent and. I was thinking, oh, she must be using one of those tools because it's not humanly possible to be there all the time. And it's no. okay not to. <laughs> There's no yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, the, the, the main difference I find, and Hootsuite has adopted some of the features of Buffer, but when I went to Buffer, what I really liked was, first, when you connect your account, it recommends the best time to post based on your account activity. And then it automatically creates a schedule. You can choose to use the schedule or you can modify it. Then when you put things into Buffer, you don't even have to schedule something because your schedule is set. It's set on a sort of a rotating basis 
and everything just slots in. But you could also schedule if you want. So if it's very important that something shows up at 9 a.m. tomorrow, you could put that in there as well. But if it's not so important that it's extremely time sensitive, it just drops into your queue and it might go out at 8.45 or 11.23. And so it's minimal effort. The other okay. thing I also like, but Hootsuite also has this now, is that little right, so, market. Right, okay, hold on a sec because okay. we, we need to take a quick break. But we'll come back to that and go on to that. So we'll re revisit the difference and then how do okay. you use each one of them. Or do you use both versus one? This is Judith Bryles. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. This is Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author You today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author You on Twitter at Author You and on Facebook at Author You, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author You, where the author goes to become seriously successful. It's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards including 
Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, Multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles with me is Eliza Sherman. She is the co-author of Social Media Engagement for Dummies, plus many, many other things. She is one of the original girl geeks um, from my old neck of the woods in Silicon Alley, which is Silicon Valley to most people. And we were, she was identifying her really the top two critical tools that we all need to do to bring some sanity to what can become an insane world, and it was Hootsuite and Buffer for your management. Uh, and, and I'm going to throw it back to you, Elisa, and we were talking about the differences. Yeah, I think uh, the, the other feature that I was uh, going to mention is you can have a little button on your web browser. They call it a bookmarklet, or it could be a plug-in on, on Google Chrome. And you can click that button for either one of these now but I use this for buffer. Whenever I read an article that I think is relevant, whenever I do a blog post and I haven't already scheduled in my announcements about the post, I'll just click that little button and it automatically loads it into my buffer account. So to me, I find buffer to be a little smoother. Hootsuite seems a little more manual, but like I said earlier, Hootsuite has imitated or replicated some of Buffer's really slick features. And so maybe for some it's interchangeable. But always pick the tool that just feels right to you because you'll use it more. It'll be easier to use, less of a learning curve. And the last thing you want is to turn this into like a technology nightmare. You're trying to find it's a tool to make things easier for you to be able to post more frequently. Well, exactly. And, and then it, pick one and then learn it. And learn how to yeah. use it. And then, and there are other stuff, uh, I mean, that I'm not all using on Hootsuite because you do get into gulp habits. <laughs> that you, um, and I mean, my, my whole thing is I need to get in and out. And there, I really forget sometimes to go back in and check some of the streams that are open to you um, with all, I think I have 13 different channels posted on my Hootsuite account. But that uh, that I go, forget to go back in and out and see what's going on, so I can come in and re-engage. Which you probably give me a slap down for that, because sometimes <laughs> I, 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 I have to mention I have to mention one thing though before uh, we move on to another topic. If you're scheduling and do it mm-hmm. do it thoughtfully, do it tastefully, do it carefully, 
and keep in mind what's happening around you in the world because sometimes mm-hmm. something bad will happen in the world and the last thing you want is an announcement for your book going, hey, buy my book. But the other thing is Facebook. Use Facebook's own scheduler. Don't use Hootsuite or Buffer to post to Facebook, to your Facebook page. Uh, Facebook is very persnickety about that. So use their own scheduler to do that kind of posting. And, and you know what? I just put that out to, I, I just discovered that earlier this week. Um, and I don't know if it's something you told me or somebody else. I, I picked it up from somewhere. But they actually, there's almost a penalty for it and that you really need to go do that. So that's a relearning um, and going on that, that we have to do all that posting that way. Or And I guess what I heard, and maybe you can tell me, no, this is wrong, this is why, but that you can post it, but you just won't get the reach that you would if you use their scheduler. Is that correct? Oh, or am exactly. I wrong? It, okay. That's exactly correct. So these tools will post a Facebook page, but Facebook in their secret sauce magic formula algorithm will penalize posts that come from a third-party solution. It's mm-hmm. just a, yet another way that they're trying to get you to use their tools and to use what they offer as opposed to somebody else. Okay, so whether they change that or not, I don't know. I think it's just trying to drive it all. And it, and so it does compound it a little bit um, it, when you have to now go to two twos. It does, it does, and that's why we always just kind of grumble a little bit about Facebook, the extra effort it takes for Facebook, but that's the platform and that's the landscape that we're, we're working within. So it's always better to do best practices to get the most effect, hopefully with less effort. In Facebook's case, not always the case. Right. So the Facebook schedule is a must-do. If you don't know anything about it, um, go to Facebook and do a search on it, or you can go to Google and say, how do you use your Facebook schedule? Or, or for God's sakes, go to YouTube. There is video up there on it. <laughs> so you have all those yeah. things. All right. So, all right. So let, let's kind of move on. Any other hot tools that you think that uh, warrant our attention right now to enhance our engagement with social media? Well, I think that it's, it's really important that you remember you have your smartphone or your mobile device and that you turn your smartphone into a useful tool. Don't let it take over your life, but absolutely make sure you're equipped with the right kind of app on your phone that also help you manage. So there is a Buffer app. There is a Hootsuite app for your phone. Uh, there is a Facebook page manager app which is nice because it focuses on your page as opposed to your personal feed. And that's always helpful so you don't get super distracted by who had a baby and who just got married. Mm -hmm. So equipping your smartphone and understanding that that could be a very useful tool, particularly when you're traveling on the road for your book to promote it, you can still be productive and stay engaged with your readers. So I, I have a question while you're thinking about that because one of the challenges I have for me, I have multiple Facebook fan pages um, for different things I'm involved in. And, of course, everyone requires a different email to log in on, different password. Is there any, is there any way to get that 
as a happy family? Because it seems hmm. to me when you use those apps, it goes into one place. Okay, so are you talking just about on the iPhone? Because I was going to say when you I, are I, yeah, using yeah, Facebook. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, when you're using Facebook and you have and you have multiple pages, the Facebook page manager will pull all of those up under your single account. Um, unless you are setting up each one of your pages with different emails because you don't need to. So, for example, if you've set up five different Facebook pages and each one's under a different email, then you should have one single email that becomes the administrative account and then register for the Facebook page manager under that single account. Um, so Facebook allows you to have multiple pages in their page manager app. Hootsuite and Buffer allows you to have multiple accounts of all kinds in them. So it could be your LinkedIn account. It could be your LinkedIn mm -hmm. page. It could be your uh, Twitter right. account, multiple. I, I'm guilty of multiple Twitter accounts. <laughs> so the only ones that really have a, you really have trouble with are the ones that were not created with business businesses in mind. So Instagram, for example. I think Instagram's a fantastic app, a wonderful way of telling stories in a visual, you know, by photographs with images. But if you have multiple Instagram accounts, you have to log out, log back in, log out, log back in, which is really a pain in the neck. So other than that, though, regardless of the multiple presences you have, these tools are built to integrate those multiple presences into a single instance. So you have that dashboard to work with. Mm -hmm. Which is, it would be ideal. It would be ideal to do that. So I just, I just sent uh, a, a, a email to um, one of my VAs saying, okay, we're going to do this because it makes me cuckoo. And I'm sure I'm not alone. And, you know, for those of us who set him up when we didn't know what in the heck we were doing, just everyone said, oh, you need a Facebook account. Oh, do you have another business? You need another Facebook account. And when we did all those separately, that they required us to have a different email um, and they would let you go to the same email back in the oh, old days. Well, you might be talking, there, it is still the case that you should never set up profiles, Facebook profiles for any commercial use. So if you set up a profile, it identifies that email address and you can't set up a second one under it. It's the pages that all you need is one single account and you can create as many pages as you want under that exact same account. So, so for, for you, want, you know, you, you is there a solution? Yeah. So yeah, consolidate. So is there a solution to doing a copy and moving people over? Or it's, uh, in oh gosh, that, that that unfortunately they used to have a feature where you could take a Facebook profile and convert yeah. it into a page. Well, they've stopped that. Oh, so there's no really no other pretty way of doing it other than creating your page, starting to build up and advertise and market it, and then constantly telling the people who are connected to the profile to move over. And I got to tell right. you, it's very okay. hard. It's All right. very hard. And, and with that, we're going to talk about that when we come back. But let's get into some other areas and let's start talking money and investments. Cash plus time. I'm Judith Biles. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. This 
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, so we are talking social media engagement. With me is Eliza Sherman. She's the author of social media, co-author of Social Media Engagement for Dummies, which is a big book. Um, and how many copies have sold? Do you have any idea? You know, I I don't. I know thousands. And thank you for, again, actually, for saying co-author. It's so important to me because I, I've authored a lot of books on my own, but uh, I've authored two books, including Social Media Engagement for Dummies with Danielle Smith. And that's a whole, that could be a whole other topic about working with co-authors, but uh, it was a fantastic experience for me. So I, I'm, I'm glad that you're emphasizing co-author. 
Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I forget. I'm guilty. I'm guilty um, because it's a mouthful when you start labeling all the other authors in it and you can just go with co-author. Okay. So <laughs> time and money, time and money. Yeah. And this is, and, and so how do you deal with the energy suck, the time suck and the money suck in some of these things? Well, it does take time and time in two ways. It's going to take up your time on a daily basis depending on how you manage your time. And it does take time, weeks, potentially months, to build up that following that you want to have, unless you put a little money toward it. So from a time standpoint, if you want to craft meaningful messages that can be posted over time, tweeted out, put on Facebook, pinned on Pinterest, you will need to spend at least a few hours each month and plan. I like to plan using an editorial calendar. I look at the days, I look at specific dates and events, I look at things that I know I need to talk about. I have a publishing calendar on this day, I will publish a blog post about this topic to help promote my book. And I plan all that out in advance so that I'm not scrambling every day or scrambling at the last minute to figure out, well, what am I gonna post today? Oh no. So that's where some of the scheduling comes in. That's not to say that I'm not also live on Twitter, tweeting out, responding to people. But if you're just doing the content, that's a, that's a certain chunk of time. And depending on how fast you are to compose this content, it could be, mm -hmm. like I said, a few hours. Mm -hmm. But look at that as an investment. That's your planning piece. On a daily basis, I actually have put out information, I think I did a blog post, maybe a slide share about social media in 15 minutes a day. You mm -hmm. can get to that point if you are really organized, if you use all the tools at your disposal, if you plan things out well, if you do the writing in advance, then you can go in and out. And I say 15 minutes a day, really I mean 15 minutes a few times a day. Uh, so you go in in the morning, don't spend, do not spend more than 15 minutes and you do certain things. You see if anyone is, is messaging you and you respond promptly. You do a, a lot of other very strategic moves like retweeting people or, re, or sharing people's posts that are relevant to you in some way. If you have been written about, if there's a book review, of course, share that immediately and then go in later and time announcements about that exact same book review to go out over the course of time. So all that scheduling ends up saving you a lot of time, but you can't not be present for at least a few minutes every single day. Uh, in terms of money, money talks, especially with Facebook. Facebook makes it very hard for your post to be seen by any one of your followers unless you boost that post. The only way to really ensure that somebody will see your post is if you get them to engage with you if you get them to like or to comment or to share your post, that's a little trigger that tells Facebook, oh, that's important to, to that person. And then they start to see your post. I've just started seeing some, uh, some videos, actually, you mentioned YouTube, some videos about how to encourage your followers your, on, on Facebook to choose to select that they're interested in what you're posting. Mm -hmm. So it's really this whole convoluted thing. But ultimately, if you're engaging and you get people to interact and if you advertise, 
the way Facebook has advertising, Twitter does the same, and LinkedIn does the same, is you can put a certain budget for every day. So it's maybe $10 a day, $20 a day, when you're really trying to push something, $50 a day. And you could just do it for a few days, or you, if you have the budget, you could do it across you know, daily for a month. You need to also be strategic, not just with your content, but with your advertising. Mm -hmm. You can boost posts on Facebook, $5 for a boost, $10 for a boost, and you can get more eyeballs. But it's really a combination of all of these things, some time, some elbow grease, and some money that can help you really boost your following. And, and, you know, I've also recommended to authors, especially when they're starting along the path and, you know, we, you know, and I always ask, you know, who are the top influencers? Are you following them? Are you making comments on their blog? Are you, you know, uh, retweeting? Are you doing the kind of things that you're talking about? And most are not. They need to start down that path. But I always say, I want you to go over their website. And find out these top influencers in your industry, your expertise, what your what your book's about, and and what platforms that they are. You need that, you know. It's a hint. <laughs> it's a mm -hmm. big hint. Um, and in some of it, to me, is very logical. Um, but I'm always amazed where people. Um, I, sometimes I worry, Elisa, that that they they that we have the princess author and the prince author out there. They just want to be taken care of. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you know, uh, you know. I'd love to be a kept author, but um, and I was kept for years and years before I decided. You know what? I I want to do this on my own, and that. Um, that it, it's just it's just not the way of the land today. You really have to do this stuff yourself, and you need to learn it, or you're going to pay the money for someone to do it for you. Well, that's it. That's exactly it. So that's where money could also come in. If you want to be kept, you're going to have to pay to be kept. It, it's just really as simple as that, because none of this comes for free, even though they say, oh, social media it's free to get a Facebook page. It's free to get on Twitter. It, everything comes with a cost. And you just have to really think hard about where you want to invest your time and where you want to invest your money. And I keep going back to the idea of planning. You really need to plan. Plan all of it. And have a written plan. And have a written editorial calendar. And have those kinds of strategic tools at your disposal in addition to the apps and the online tools. And that's, it's a planning. It really is. Um, I mean, I, I do really, I used to actually spend, I have to tell everyone, I, I used to spend like an hour every morning on social media stuff. And now I don't because it's so planned out and I really can bring it down into that half hour a day, that split time where I come back in and recheck in or I put mm -hmm. stuff Put out and the and the other thing is I do a uh, I do an event every August which is Judith Browse Unplug and I always will pull a few people from the audience and I'll say all right I've got five minutes I'm going to give you five minutes to show you how to just watch me and I put there I get their their uh, um, link of Amazon on the screen. And that, and I just show them, and I, you know, shrink it down, and I, and I, I'm very fast, and I can write a couple of clippy, 
uh, blurbs and I will shoot them out and really stage them out for the next week to support them and their book. And by the time they're done, that easily with using hashtags, it's gone out to, it's got the capability of being seen by a million people. And I said, once you learn how to do this, it will morph your positioning. So, hmm. but it's a, it's a matter of learning it. It really is. It is. There is a learning so. curve here. There is no denying this is something completely different than mm-hmm. many writers have ever experienced. Um, there are books out about all of this, you know, including social media engagement for dummies. And there is also social media marketing for dummies and social and Twitter for dummies and, and all the rest. Um, mm-hmm. And there are there are websites and blogs. There are ebooks. There's all kinds of ways. And there's resources like you uh, providing this kind of valuable information. But there is a learning curve, and that's and that's just the reality. And, you know, and, and it is a learning curve. Um, and just do it, and you're going to stumble. You, you know what? You're going to stumble, and uh, and you'll figure it out. But the thing is, you got to put your foot in the water. <laughs> all mm-hmm. of this. Got to put your foot on. All right. Let me let me just ask you about things because I'm a big believer in pre-selling. I we've got a couple of minutes before our final break. But what are some of the tips that you would say for social media messages for a pre-selling, letting the book know it's coming? Well, when you know that you've got to start pre-selling and you know you have a deadline, you want to plan out that messaging, mm-hmm. include links. Here's a really great example. Peter Shankman has a new book coming out in January, Zombie Loyalists, zombieloyalist.com. Brilliant, brilliant. He has turned his pre-selling campaign into a crowdfunding-style campaign, meaning that there are incentives for each level. If you buy one book, it's called a zombie love bite, and you get some little perks. If you buy three books, it's a zombie course meal. And if you buy five books, Oh, it's zombie on screen. And each time you buy more books, you don't only get the book. You get all kinds of other little things. You get videos. You get uh, trainings. You get all kinds of things that he could offer to you because you've invested in purchasing multiple copies of his book. It's fantastic. Again, that's zombies, zombie loyalist, zombieloyalist.com. Be creative. Think of ways that you can provide additional value to people because they purchased more. Cece Chapman, another author, also did something similar where he said, if you buy X number of books, I think it might have been 100 books, I will fly to wherever you are and and do a keynote speech for you. So if you think of that, it's worth a plane ticket to have somebody buy a huge amount of your books. Absolutely. Absolutely. Four great ideas with Elisa Sherman. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I, I'm going to encourage all of you to go to the zombie, Z-O-M-B-I-E, and then loyalist with plural.com and, and explore what's going on because it, because he does start with one, Shankman does start with, you can buy one, but gee, if you want to buy 5,000 books, I've got a deal for you too. And then cc-chapman.com uh, and see what other people are doing because this is the way you get ideas. And, you know, maybe what it, they're doing is not going to work for you exactly, but you know, there may be a twist. There may be a little twist here, a little nugget that you can pull and emulate and run with. Um, and that's, you know, listen, they're all watching each other and they're getting ideas and they parlay it. There's no reason why you can't play like some of these big players. Would you agree, Eliza? Oh, I, I totally agree. You can take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Whatever really works for you, works within your budget. There are smart, creative people out there who are familiar with social media and are using it really well. 
So uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure any of them would say, steal this idea. It's not copyrighted. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I agree. No one knows where a lot of this stuff comes from. All right. So let's. Um, that that's a great idea. So what about... Um, uh, you know, you talked about developing characters or a narrative using social media twos. How would you go? This is, you know, a great thing for our fiction listeners. How would you go about doing that? Well, I would point people to what Ellen McGirt is doing on Twitter. Uh, she recently told me about her efforts. Ellen McGirt is E L L M C G I R T. So at Ellen McGirt, L McGirt is her Twitter handle. She used to be a senior editor at Fast Company Magazine. She is now living her life as a novelist, working on her first fiction book. And if you go to, on Twitter, I am J-U-S-T-P-O. I'm just Poe. The character's name is Poe Johnson. She has, and it gives me chills just to even think about this, she has created a Twitter account to bring her fictional character, Poe Johnson, a young girl, to life. Mm-hmm. Ah. And she has, she has embodied her character. Everything that the character tweets has some kind of meaning to her character or to her character's parents. And she has been weaving her character's life into her own life and experience. So recently she attended the AYA Summit, A-Y-A, the AYA Summit in Washington, D.C., and I was there as well. If you scrolled down her feed, you'll find a photo of Cece Chapman, myself, Ellen, a, a lot of other wonderful people, women and men, who were at this summit. And you see a, a woman with her head turned And that is Poe's mom. And so here's a real-life event, and we are all characters in a moment of of her fictional character's life story. So it's just just this interesting weaving of living the life. And so she will go walking down a street as her character and tweet out photos of what she sees. Then she weaves it into the storyline of that character walking down the street and the actual things that they're seeing. So eventually we're anticipating being able to read this novel and then go back to the Twitter account and see the real deal, to see that living mm-hmm. and breathing embodiment mm-hmm. of that fictional character. So mm-hmm. it, just, it completely blows my mind. And, and now people who know Ellen and even people who don't are responding to this fictional character as if she were real genuinely responding when the character asks questions about life or about love and really heartfelt responses on Twitter, uh, treating this character as, as someone who is real. Uh, so it just, it's just a fantastic and interesting way of weaving the fictional with real life, using Twitter as a device for creating content for that character and and doing character development, if you think about it. We, we all mm-hmm. talk about character Bibles and how do you develop your character and really know who they are. Create a Twitter account or a Facebook account for that character, a Pinterest account, and live that character through social media. 
Mm-hmm. And, and let me say for our younger listeners, or if you have uh, someone in your household who is young writing, I, I'm working with a new client who is, oh my God, eight years old, if you can imagine. Her and her mm. grandpa are creating a series. I love it together. And um, that it's important to understand that there are certain sites that are more conducive for the, you know, the young reader, the juvenile reader, yeah. and Tumblr would be the player there. But one of the things that I would be looking at is that if you're stuck with a character, you're wondering where, you know, what will they do next, or you just were curious what other people think, that's when you can really throw it out and ask your followers and fans and friends and all that and let them help you out. You'll be amazed what will happen. Mm-hmm. Amazed. And you can, you can ask as yourself, as the author, or you mm-hmm. can ask as your character. Mm-hmm. And... And it would be quite interesting to see the difference in the responses and the advice that's given. But mm-hmm. there's lots of creative ways of doing this. I, I remember a couple of years back, uh, a woman I know was working on a, a novel, and she just put all the characters onto Twitter and played out the scene through that. I mean, we see that now also, the, the sort of the Mad Men characters, that they're constantly playing out uh, mm-hmm. different scenarios with one another. And it's it's obviously it's actually different people playing the characters, but I'm just talking about a single person going in and just sort of playing through it. Uh, the way we communicate in social media is is part of how we all communicate today. Uh, but I even think you could do it for a character in a different time and just forget the fact that it's Twitter. Just utilize it as a way of, of character development and reaching out to your following and. Uh, really engaging with them on an entirely different level. Oh, yeah. I think that would be great fun. You know, before, I know we're in our last section, but we cannot leave here without talking about some of the the potholes and pitfalls that happens Mm. in in social media. So if you were to identify maybe the top three in your experience, what would those be? And then what's our remedies? Well, really quickly, don't put all your eggs in the social media basket. I love social media. I love the Internet. But ultimately, make sure you don't neglect the traditional things like your email list, your website for your book. Don't not have a website just because you have a Facebook page. So that's one. Don't put all your eggs in the social media basket. Another is don't let social media take over your life. Do integrate it into your daily communications. Plan it out carefully. Spend some time at the front end of your month or your campaign, and then schedule something so you're not constantly, constantly on it. And don't do something in social media just because everyone else is doing it. We, we talked about looking at people, smart people like Peter Shankman and Cece Chapman and Ellen McGirt, and trying to emulate some of the best of what they do. But if it's not right for you, if it's not right for your book, and if it's not right for your audience, it's not the right thing to do. So don't jump on a bandwagon just because everyone's doing it. Pick and choose your tools carefully. That said, I do <laughs> believe that social media is a powerful tool for authors on many, many levels. Neglecting social media entirely and walking away from it is a mistake. We have to use the best tools that are out there because a lot of us are going at it alone. And even if we have a big publisher, a lot is resting on our shoulders, and social media can help relieve some of that pressure. 
Oh, oh, you know, I, Lisa, I have known that publishers, even if you if you go with a traditional publisher, and they give you an advance, it is with a string attached that you mm. will be hiring someone to assist you with this advance money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to to move it forward and the other thing is that they want to know really up front so what are your followings what are you doing on facebook you know what are you doing on twitter what are you doing in linkedin or google plus or or fill in the blank um they want to see share your plan share your plan exactly share your plan with your publisher they asked for it and at first when i i used to get asked for that i'm like well don't you guys have a plan and then i realized right. i shouldn't be so defensive they probably don't. They may not. And if you have a plan, you're, you've got to work together as a team. And you may be empowering them in ways that they, they didn't know before. So uh, it, it only makes them stronger and better to help you. And that's true. And the, and the bottom line is, is we, you know, we have is this last minute here or so, is that no one knows your book better than you do. I mean, I'm speaking to all of you. No one knows your book better than you do. No one knows the key critical points. No one knows the pain. If you're a problem solver, you've got solutions or the entertainment side, which is, you know, you can laugh till you, you know, you're going to be incontinent type thing, which I love that kind of humor. But only you really knows that, but we know it. But what you have to do is be able to articulate it succinctly in a concise manner that engages that magic word again engages <laughs> your specific target market that's what this is all about yes. yes yes and in terms of engagement one really key thing don't ignore the people who are talking about you even if they're saying something negative there's always an opportunity to turn it around into something positive but ultimately if they're talking about you you want to amplify that and you want to respond because people throw things out there in social media because they're human beings and they want to be heard. So hear them and they in turn will return that favor and listen to you. Right. And so if they, if you hear them, they will hear you and we're going to close with that. So thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we want to bring you back because there's a lot more in social media as the social media world turns. There is just so much going on. So thank you for being with us today. Get her book. It's, 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 she's co-author, Social Media Engagement for Dummies. It's a must-have, belongs on your resource. Take care. Have a good week. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each